Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans. I'm Josh Conway. Welcome to The Scorecard, your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday, June 29. Today, bitter feuds. Thursday night footy is here and the AFL is spinning around. But first... Let's waste no time getting into the big ticket item of the day and the second Ashes Test at Lords after the opening day's play overnight. And for more, let's bring in our cricket guru, Sam Ferris, to break it all down. Take it away, Sam. Hello there, Sam Ferris here with your Ashes update. Day one of the second Test at Lords began under cloudy skies with England captain Ben Stokes winning the toss and taking about 0.1 seconds to elect to bowl. England made the one change early in the week, with rookie fast bowler Josh Tung coming in for specialist spinner Moen Alley. As for the Aussies, Mitch Stark replaced Scott Boland. It didn't take long for a bit of drama. A pair of protesters wearing Just Stop Oil t-shirts invaded the field with orange powder. Security got one, while England keeper Johnny Bairstow carried the other off the field. Uh, obviously, we've uh, had a protest here. Johnny Bairstow has just dragged one of the protesters off. Social media obviously loved it, some suggesting it's the first thing Bairstow has caught all series. Ooh, bird. Harsh but fair? When the cricket resumed, David Warner and Usman Khawaja got astray off to a solid start. But they did have some luck. Both were dropped in the first session in the slips before Kawaj was bowled by the wagging tongue on the stroke of lunch. Warner looked pretty good to get to 66, but a beauty by tongue bowled him neck and crop. He brought the bromets of Manus, Labashane and Smith together, and they added 102 for the third wicket. On 47, Manus fell to Ollie Robinson, who was pretty tame in celebration. And Travis Head came to the crease and played a bit of trav ball. Not there, not there. He loves them there, Travis Head. Hit them for four every day of the week. He hit 14 fours and raced past Smith as together they put on 118 from 122 balls. Head then got a little too greedy against the off-spin of Joe Root was stumped for 77 from 73 balls, but the big turn must have Nathan Lyon licking his lips. Root had two wickets in the over when Cameron Green missed time to pull a shot to mid-off without scoring, but that's where the wickets ended. Smith and Alex Carey survived the rest of the day, with Smith unbeaten on 85 and Australia 5 for 339 from 83 overs at Stumps. The forecast looks a little dicey on day two, but to be sure you don't miss a thing, you can stay right up to date with what's happening in the second test here on the Listener app, with episodes of Willow Talk dropping every day of the ashes. Righto. Over to you, Josh. Good on you, Sam. Thank you. We're already looking forward to day two at Lords. And if you're wondering why there's so much mystique around the London venue, let Aussie star Travis Head explain. Yes, Lords has the exclusive members area, that special hush around the ground during play, a lush outfield and that famous slope. But it is the food players can access during breaks that sets tongues wagging more than anything. Trav, join the Willow Talk podcast right here on the Listener app to give us a lowdown. Put it this way, I'm not one from running and doing gym, but I went down the ground and had a run and a gym just to have lunch, so <laughs> that's how good it was. But yeah, no, it's just to sit down, order, order off the chalkboard, and the soup has been the big hit so far. So yeah, nice bowl of soup into a, into a, into a main course, It's uh, and then dessert if you want it. So uh, we get very well looked after at Lord's. Sounds delish. <laughs> 
Some bitterness is always good content, especially after that uncomfortable sit-down between former cricketing greats Ian Chappell and Ian Botham on Channel 9 this week. If I never saw you again, it wouldn't bother me. Not half as much as it suits me. Good. Then we're both very happy with that situation. Wow, anyone got a chainsaw handy to cut the tension? That was harder to sit through than a Taylor Swift ticket sale. Those two aren't going to be sharing a beer anytime soon, and newsbroker Damien Barrett may have alerted us to a similar situation in the AFL world. Do tell. Current Hawthorne coach and former champion player of that club, Sam Mitchell, was on Tuesday night one of seven inductees into the Australian Football Hall of Fame. His acceptance speech was well delivered, but as Damo tells us, there was one glaring omission. When he started speaking, I was keen to see how he was going to or if he was going to address the name Alistair Clarkson. He just chose not to. It's in keeping with Sam Mitchell. Now, of course, this traces back to Clarko's time coaching Mitchell during the 2000s. It appears it stems from Clarko putting it on the public record that he didn't think the former captain played well in grand finals. Mind you, they did win four of them. And it's very possible the current racism saga hasn't helped. Of course, the big one was Jeff Kennett's messily put-together succession plan that saw Mitchell take over from the master coach a couple of years back. Maybe relations haven't mended, as Hawthorne supporters may have wished. Sticking with AFL and Round 16 action kicks off tonight at the Gabba between Brisbane and Richmond. Thank God the bye rounds are over, by the way. The home side will be without former skipper Dane Zorko for a fourth straight week. He's fit to play and he's chomping at the bit to play, but um, I think we'll give him another week at this point in time. He's a really important player to us. Just want to make sure he's right because he's been on that merry-go-round of soft tissue injuries this year. Lions coach Chris Fagan there. The two sides played a thrilling semi-final last year. Let's hope for something similar tonight. I promise, I promise... Swear to God, swear to God. ...that this is the last time I utter the name Ben Hunt this week. No need to retrace any steps, but the Dragon skipper will line up in tonight's local derby against the Sharks in the Shire in the NRL's Round 18 opener. And despite the messy contract standoff and release request saga, interim Red V coach Ryan Carr is dicking his heels in, telling reporters yesterday... Hunt isn't going anywhere. He's fully committed to the to the team for the rest of this year, so um, that's all I can worry about is the short term with Ben. The round also marks Beanie's for brain cancer round, the brainchild of former league TV producer Matt Callender, which is now headed up by the Mark Hughes Foundation. It's the seventh edition of the initiative, and if you can get out there and buy a beanie to raise some valuable funds for brain cancer research, head to your local Lowe's or IGA store. <laughs> And finally, the AFL just can't get Kylie Minogue out of their head. After last year's grand final entertainment success with Robbie Williams and Delta Goodrum, the league is reportedly targeting another Aussie icon to headline this year's decider. Kylie, of course, would be great and will probably sound a bit better than Meatloaf's infamous 2011 effort. It does remain to be seen whether the AFL can secure the pop superstar, but here's hoping. And with that, I'll see myself out. You've been listening to The Scorecard. Let's do it all again tomorrow. Listener.